You're listening to 101 with Tommy Zam. On the 50th episode, we sit down with Scott Stan talking about skateboarding and life. Let's do this. Hey, what's up, Scott? Hey, hey. How you doing today? I'm doing good, doing good. Sorry about uh, that. Yeah. Oh, no worries. How's the weather out there? It's it's kind of cool for here. Yeah. Uh, kind of cold, yeah. But it's it's nice. It's like it's like out there, sort of. Oh, it's like raining right now. <laughs> Dang, man. How about that? Yeah, yeah we've been wow. getting a lot of uh, rainy weather out here, and it's just been uh, horrible, you know? Yeah. Hmm. You're suffering the rain. Oh, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How's everything going, man? What's been going on with you? Just, just staying busy painting, and that's about it. And living, yeah. Okay. Where where are you living now? Uh, Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. How you like it? I like it. It's cool. Yeah, it's a good place. All right, all right, cool. So, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about um, your skateboard history. Okay, <laughs> if I can, re- <laughs> if I can remember it. <laughs> so, so you grew up in Pensacola, Florida, correct? Yes. Uh huh. Started out in Jacksonville when, uh, well, I was born in D.C. and then that year we moved to Jacksonville, Florida, and lived there for about ten years, and then we moved to Pensacola. So that's that's where it all kind of started. Jackson, I mean Pensacola, yeah. Okay, and that's when you picked up your first board and everything, or was it in Jacksonville? Or? I skated in Jacksonville a little, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't really remember when I first started skating. I feel like it's like when I first started walking, pretty much, because older brothers had boards, so I just rode always. I got lucky, yeah. <laughs> and then you had, what, two older brothers or, or one? Um, no, I had, um, well, I have one older brother that skated, but then I have, I have three brothers and a sister. Oh, okay. So, but yeah all right all right and do you remember your first skateboard that you actually had the first one i would probably that i felt like was mine is i there was a guy in the neighborhood who had a logan Erski old board and it just sat in his garage like carport and i remember seeing it and i talked to him he's like hey i have a newspaper route and if uh if you take over my newspaper route i'll give you that skateboard so that's how i got that Oh, wow. And that's in Pensacola? Yeah, it was in Pensacola. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's pretty rad, dude. I mean... Yeah. But that was my first board. Like mine, I, I rode my brother's board a few times. I think that was a, yeah, GNS Stacy Peralta. So that, I kind of like started out on the Cadillac, you know, then when I got my own, that, that one board I got was not very good, but it, it made me learn like who I am. <laughs> yeah. That's rad, dude. And yeah. I mean, the GNS Stacy Peralta. I mean, I haven't heard that that in a long time. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like I said, it was a Cadillac for sure. Because it, I think it had track little trackers and then the the green Kryptonic wheels and just smooth skateboard. But um, and, and that's when you started, like you know, when you're like got more into skateboarding, more you're like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do something out of this. Yeah, I never really thought that way. I mean, I'm just gonna like. I was, but I was, this is, um, I don't know. My, it was just, my heart was like, this is it. I like skateboarding. So I was like, I just want to keep skateboarding. And uh, that's what I did. And then, you know, then got like another board and got a bigger board. And I think the the next board I got, which, you know, I just, I think it was one of Interlight. It was some sure grip board or something, but and it looked good, but then it was really pretty terrible. So. Yeah. And did you mostly skate street, or did you have like uh, backyard ramps, or, or how'd you how'd you like um, start running boards? Like mostly curbs, you know. And you remember the, I don't know if the curbs were in your neighborhood over there, but like we had those little slants that were just perfect, like. Um, the little curb cuts. The little yeah, pop- were, yeah. Like not not straight like, slappy curbs, but like. They had little transitions almost, so it was like these little mini ditches, and that, and then the sidewalk right next to it. So that was like a platform. So I just acted like I was surfing on those things. So, <laughs> uh, so that was it. And then the 
great thing is my brother built a ramp in our backyard so i kind of grew up with that a ramp in the backyard so and they wouldn't let me go i was a little kid so they didn't want me around but when they weren't there i'd, I'd go skate yeah. oh really <laughs> yeah they, so, they didn't want you around because they were afraid that you might tear you might show them up huh well that that, that ended up happening <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i guess with that determination i was like i'll show you yes yeah. <laughs> and so that's what when you started like you know because when did yca started a vert ramp that was like what 80s late early 80s or something well that was much later sort of that was after you know i mean that probably happened around 88 maybe 87 okay because um yeah and that was just a a lot of hard work on our end of like talking them into this crazy idea that they're like hell no but you know before that it's just nuts we would i mean we built ramps in like public park like that park near your house that had like a baseball field and this and that every every neighborhood kind of had one of those and some mm-hmm. swings i mean we built a ramp right on that property without asking anybody or looking into it and and it lasted for a while but you know just so we did stuff like that that was it um, yeah. Nobody's going to give you permission. Yeah. Because, so. yeah, I mean, you got to think about it. Back in the day, I mean, what, in the 80s? And, you know, they, they didn't really care about skateboarding. You know what I mean? It was just like whatever, you know? They didn't just not care. They they pretty much detested it. Yeah. It was not it was, it was not a, a joyful thing to be a skateboarder in that society. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was tough. I mean, because we, we're always, you know, especially in Pensacola, it was – you know, in Pensacola, you know, I feel in the 80s to the what the early 2000s, skateboarding, surfing, and music was so huge there that it was it was just so popular. And now you go back, it's just not the same anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 would, I would also say it seems so hugely popular, that, like to the extent of, I don't, that word could be, have different meanings like it was popular in our little subculture yeah but but now it's popular in the subculture i don't really care for like it, it's so popular um yeah it is it as in, yeah it's because somebody comes along it's not in our subculture and knows they can make a lot of money off of that stuff and then it becomes real popular and then i feel like we've just lost it it's it's not really something i'm interested in anymore of course, yeah. I'll skate, but I'm not. You know, it could go on and on about that. Yeah. Oh, we can we go on and on about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's yeah. But I mean, um, we'll go back a little bit. So, when did you? So you got? Did you get sponsored by Interlight, or you sponsored by like Hudson, or, or what? No, no, I wasn't. Um, when I finally got, I got on some shop team. It was a No Limits, and that was out in Cantonment. Okay. Which those guys were great. You know, I, I didn't care too much for inner light or all those. I mean, it was like, I don't know. You almost could, could sniff them out long ago. It was all about money sort of, and not really yeah. helping people. Now I did, I never wrote for Hudson, but of course, Janet, that woman was amazing. She just did so much for us. And, um, you could tell her heart was in it. Not, not for the business, but just to like, she loves skateboarding and skaters. And so, and she still she, does it, and she's still doing it. Yeah, yeah, right. So we, um, she, she was cool. She, she got the ramp from a. There was a really big contest in Alabama under a hangar that was a that big vert ramp, but she got that after that contest happened, and then brought it to Pensacola, and that oh, was just, really? that was a game changer for a lot of us skaters. Really? Like, yeah. So that was on the west side for a while. So we try to find rides out there but then that's the one that eventually got moved to the ymca okay near our house yeah that that was the big metal one right well the metal came later yeah but uh the first one was some masonite ramp that it was about 24 feet wide but it was the one in that contest but then we built the metal one later once once they let us have that spot yeah that's right and so like so she brought that over from Alabama, and then that's what started you skating more, you know, big old mini, like mini ramps and stuff like that, right? 
Well, yeah. I mean, I was, I was really traveling a lot because, you know, it's so interesting then. It was like between, I'd say, Gainesville, Florida on the East Coast to like Ocean Springs, Mississippi on to Houston, Texas. Like you kind of knew where every skate spot like ramp was because mm-hmm. there wasn't very many. So I'd, I'd try to hitch rides or do whatever I could. And that was during high school to get to whatever ramp. But so when that ramp came to Pensacola, that I was able to skate a lot more and just skate every day and get better and better. Um, so. and, and do you remember when your first time you dropped into a, a mini ramp or a vert ramp? Um, yes, I do. And that was a huge game changer because it was like, I think early middle school maybe elementary like i just go to this ramp and like today's the day i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i never <laughs> i was always scared but once i kind of went past that like it was like okay then things just got bigger and better i then i remember learning rock and rolls and then i was like man i'm badass like this is this is like the magazines so, <laughs> so, so. but that was i think middle school around then yeah. Were you nervous? Were you were you like scared? Like were you like, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, like I said, I mean, I I go, I think all I just daydream in school all day about going to the ramp and doing that, and then I'd get there and I'd just sit there and wouldn't do it, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, probably turned into months. Finally, did it, and that was it. Yeah. The rest is history, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say, and that was. Like I tell people learning to skate now, like it's like the hardest part is what you're doing right now. Once you kind of learn to do something, the rest is pretty easy. You know, just keep trying. Yeah, definitely it is. I mean, it definitely is. I remember, I remember Myrtle Grove, Ron Long, you know, had me <laughs> drop in on a mini ramp at Myrtle Grove. And he's like, look, man, if you drop in, I'll buy you a Dr. Pepper. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. of course, I dropped in and he bought me that Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I remember yeah. doing that with people. It was when I was sponsored and had a lot of stuff. I was like, you do it and I'll give you a board or something. You know, that, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. And so that's great that you got that. So you traveled around in like high school to all these different ramps. So did you, is that where you started getting more notice and stuff like that when you start traveling around to these different ramps? Yeah, I guess so. I, it just was so different sort of. I mean, we just, there was we all just kind of knew each other. And I really think what was so cool back then, it was like, it really didn't matter how good you were or how not good you were. It was like, we were all just skaters, like stoked on each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were all noticing each other and everybody brought something to the plate, whether it was like, you might be a really good skater, but then there might be the other guy who's not that good, but then he like brings some cool music to the table and then this and that. It was always like, so we were all noticing each other, but, um, I guess, you know, I went to, um, a few contests and then you start doing good there. And then I guess the word gets out. Yeah. So, and, and, and so what kind of con did you skate to like the NSAA and stuff like that or what? Yeah, I did do the NSA contests later. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I went to one in Houston. Somehow I ended up in Houston with, you know, just on a skate trip and then enter this contest. And I really had no idea what the hell that was, NSA. <laughs> and then I did good. And then they sent me some information like, now you, you've got the top whatever five, so you can go to this place. So I was like, man, I got to go skate there. Like, I, so I, I remember getting out of school at Washington High School to go take some trips. And so it all, it all, that that's where I guess started getting noticed by like companies and this and that. So it was like, Wow, I didn't really know this stuff exists. So this is cool. They're gonna... And and did you skate against like Tony Hawk or, or Cookie Head Jenkins and all those guys? Or well, later, def- I I skated against Tony and everybody when I was pro. Um, How was that? Crazy as all get out. Like what? The hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I my first contest was a Michigan pro, but then the second one was at the um the Vans warehouse in orange county which was the old the, when vans was not what they are now was, yeah and there was a ramp there and that was a huge pro nsa kind of like every pro with there you know and that's when i first went against tony hawk but the the crazy thing is it's just so different now that contest was not 
open to the public. It was just for the skaters. Like, I think that's very interesting and telling of like, now Vans would never do that now. I don't, I don't know how things, it just seems like everything's about money or making a huge event of it or. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's still the, you know, it's open to the public or, or you got to buy tickets to go watch the contest and, you know, it's, it's, it's a moneymaker now, you know, yeah. definitely is. So that was really interesting and cool. But yeah, I, I do remember being on the platform and thinking, oh, what the hell am I doing? Like, this is crazy. Like, I just flew from Pensacola to Y and May, you know, me and Arthur might be skating and that's about it. You know, we're just <laughs> nobody there. <laughs> Next thing I'm on, I'm on the platform with all these guys. But um, so, were you nervous? I mean, knowing that you'd be skating against like some of the Bones Brigade guys and, and, and stuff like that. And all yeah. the top all the top pro vert skaters that you, you know, you grew up watching in magazines and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I, but there was, you know, they were all so cool. And it was just that skateboard brotherhood of like, it, it was almost, there was no different than like going to Mississippi and skating against their crew. You know, it was like, they just kind of, well, I'd, I'd say I got Atlanta. I went up there a few times and that they were called the Rancheros. They, they own this ramp. And those dudes were ruthless. Like they, it was like going to the military. They would just heckle you and make you really tough. So, so when I went, when I go out to the West Coast, it was like these people were like Mickey Mouse people. You know, like it was, <laughs> it, it was almost like the Musketeers. Like, hi, how you doing? But those uh, Atlanta folks, man, they would, they definitely made my skin thick. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, but the, West, the West Coast is like that. I mean, it's very friendly, they're very nice, they're very open, and uh-huh. the South is very uh, thick, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it was great. But um, but I wasn't any more nervous at that contest than I am, I guess, at any, I mean, contests can be nervous, you know, just like if, if you're really, I don't know, wasn't, wasn't kind of my thing. But um, oh, so, so, so contest was your thing, this is more just like, skating with the homies at the at the uh, at ymca and just having fun and stuff yeah yeah that was it that's uh-huh. cool cool and, and then when did you start getting you know sponsored i mean because you guys hooked up with zorlak right that was your first sponsor um yeah yeah i think thunder trucks might have been my first one and that was like some shop sponsor um, okay but then it happened to be that that contest in alabama that was a huge contest it didn't i think it was on the cover of thrasher and i mean it was one of the big contests but um, i skated that as just an amateur like wasn't even sponsored probably really had no business even skating in it but it was like there's a contest near me i'm gonna enter but um that's when i got on zorlak yeah so. And, and so and how did they so did they they call you or did they come up to you and say hey you, you want to ride for zorlak or did they like send me a box automatically say you're, you're on zorlak now I can't really quite remember. I think there was a guy from Mississippi who went out to Texas at Zorlak and he he kind of was like a co-owner. Not, but he did all the work. And so I think he's the one that was like, hey, we need to flow this guy some stuff. And that's how it happened. And yeah, and I just kind of stuck with, that was Zorlak when they were in Texas. Mm-hmm. Then a couple of years later, they sold to some California company. And I went, a lot of people quit then and I just stuck with them and went to the California company too. And, uh, that's when they put my board out and just started sending me all over the place to skate. And I was there a little robot wearing their stuff. <laughs> and, and that's rad. I mean, you know, cause I mean, you coming out of Pensacola, I mean, that's, you know, cause you're actually the, that I know of the first pro skater that came out of Pensacola. Then Markovich came out of Capri's right out though after you, you know what I mean? So you kind of put skateboarding um, on the map for Pensacola. So, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I've worked pretty hard at that too. And I remember Zorlak was having a video and then going trucks also had a video like, but they were like, come out to California and do your part. And I was like, no, y'all come out here. I was pretty hardcore. on like, why does everybody have to go to California? And and at the time, it was like there really wasn't a whole lot to skate. I mean, as far as like ramps and this mm-hmm. and that, it was like we got a lot of stuff out. But anyway, I got them to fly out to Pensacola, and it, I think that 
that they were able to see a lot of man there's some great skaters here and it was a big scene um so that kind of helped and that was kind of my intentions of like come out to our scene but um yeah because because you had a lot of people come out you know you had like i think you had like um I know I can't remember all the names, but I know a lot of big name vert skaters came to skate the vert ramp at the YMCA. Yeah, yeah. You know because yeah. of you, you know, and 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 you you raised Arthur in skateboarding. That's amazing. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Arthur Adams. We gotta we gotta shout out to him. Yeah, definitely got shout out to Adams, man. I mean, he, yeah, he, he. You know, it, it was him that raised you raised him, and then Arthur. I remember Arthur coming to me and giving me a board. That, yeah. that, that someone left at the YMCA and got me into it. So, so it kind of, you know, tripled down to, to this, you know, to me where I'm at right now because of you and because of Arthur, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all connected. We're all, we're all connected and it's all reverberations of like, this is why this happens. And, but yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, I, I was never quite aware of like this, I remember long ago, like hearing about Chris Markovich and like this whole like street skating thing, and then this vert skating thing, and like that there's a separation. And I never thought of any looked at the world that way because I mean we skate vert during the day and then go street skate at night. And but uh, there was like this. I remember the newspaper there did a little story on me, and I was really against that. Like I didn't want to, but they finally tracked me down. But then this whole story <laughs> came out, and it was like the the rivalry between vert and skate. And I was like, what? Like, this is some stupid ass shit. But, uh, Actually, I remember that article too. I think, I think I read that article. Oh, uh, it was just, it was exactly what I would figure to be. It's like, man, this is just stupid, but <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it seems like from, from some other, some other shit I read later on, it was like Markovich and a lot of that, that was a real beef to them. So, I'm like, whatever. I'm just gonna be skating. Yeah, I'm not gonna worry about this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now there was, there was, there was all. I mean, there was that little separation, you know, vert skaters and street skaters, and you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, me, I supported all. I didn't really care, you know. I go, go sit at the YMCA with. I'll go with Arthur and go sit and watch you guys shred. You know, you doing these mm -hmm. big old fat lean airs, and you know, mm -hmm. and Arthur come home and tell me, show me. He's like, look what Scott did. Look what I learned today. You know, we're <laughs> watching on the VHS tape and stuff. Yeah. Well, Arthur's dad's filming on the big old VHS camera. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. I bring back the memories, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. So so you got into vert. So what was it like skating vert? I mean, because that, that that metal ramp was like, what, 10 feet or something like that? 12? Yeah, I think it was bigger than that. It was probably 11 and a half. And yeah, and to have metal back then, especially in our weather of like, Cause like I said, we had those Masonite ramps before and mm -hmm. all the rain and all, it just basically was like a piece of shit, you know, just like you could, it was all bubbled up and cracked. And that was what I could use to my benefit. Cause the ramp was so terrible. Like, so whenever I'd go to these other contests, I was like, it was like, it was like the difference between clay wheels and urethane, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. so I'd be going fast. And I remember several people coming to, skate that crappy the ramp before we made the metal and it was like big time pros and they couldn't even skate it because it was like it was like a dirt road to them or something um, so who, who sorry wrong team. so who was some of the big time pros that came do you remember uh, i remember gator one was a big one he he came yeah and, uh, i think he skated a little bit and then took his pads off and quit <laughs> <laughs> which i could understand but uh <laughs> But then the um, the metal ramp, yeah, that that was a good ramp, and just getting that metal was a big big difference. Um, but of course, we paid for it. All, like, came up with all the money to get it. And we well, all did a fundraiser for it, or what? No, that was kind of even before that. There wasn't. The fundraiser was like a few anonymous people giving us some money and helping out a lot. You know, like my mom being one of them, and uh, she. We, we didn't have a whole lot of money, but she came across some money and that was, she put into the skating and that was super cool. Um, but yeah, that's right. Dude. I mean, that's yeah. right to have parents like support you and what you, and what 
you love to do skateboarding, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that, that was not the case back then. I mean, it was very, like I started out saying, you know, it's like skateboarding was something people look down on. Um, and especially in Pensacola. <laughs> yes. Especially in Pensacola, you know, especially, and they still do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, still do. yeah, I don't know. I guess the rednecks are still there. Yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> and but, the but now, but but now, most of those rednecks are skateboarders too. Like it's that's that's the whole. Uh, it's it's just a, it's just a stupid world. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I remember man. I remember being back home not long ago in that area, in a parking lot in this huge ass truck, which I still have trauma of trucks, just like because it's just they're the ones that want to kick your ass and blah blah. But it was one of those trucks, and it had a huge thrasher sticker on the back. And then of course, two big Trump stickers on the bottom. I'm like, yep, that's the world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I do remember those, those. Yeah. I mean, I do have trauma on those big trucks when I go back to Pensacola when I, when I was there taking care of my personal stuff. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, every time I skated the parking lots, I always see these big trucks and I'm just like, Oh man, I'm gonna get harassed by some redneck. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, that that'll never i guess just like the spirit of skateboarding it that you're a skateboarder that'll never leave you and that trauma will never leave i guess because i still do get it it's like that it's the sound of the diesel truck and i hear it i'm like i start looking i don't know if this was your story but it's like man i'm I'm skating home from a spot and i kind of like know my back trails in the woods how to how to escape the situation Mm -hmm. and that and that that's that shit happened almost daily you know yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's what's crazy is a lot of people don't realize that, like, you know, our generation of skating, you know, in the South, you know, in a, you know, Bible Belt of of America, basically, you know, yeah. it, it's a whole different world. You know, we had to dodge and, you know, deal with rednecks and deal with cops and redneck mm-hmm. cops are even worse, you know. So, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, and especially, you know, because because even punk was huge in Pensacola, too, you know, because of Night Owl and stuff like that. And we had to deal yeah. with, you know, being skaters and being going to punk shows. We had to deal with the rednecks coming up Night Owl to fight us, you know. Right. Yep. You know, no so doubt. It's, 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 you know, people don't understand that, you know, it's, it's different in the South. It's not like the West Coast, the East Coast <laughs> or the middle, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and stuff. Well, I, well, I would say. I mean, from my traveling and knowing, like, it was pr- pretty much sucked almost everywhere. But our area of Pensacola and that, the panhandle and that, that was a whole nother ball game of, yeah. of fucked up shit. Yeah. Yeah. Those so people were ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want us skateboarders. They want us to be, they want us to be a, the puppet of the, of they want us to yeah. be, you know. <laughs> well, it's, it's just, it, it's like it was, um, it was accepted, like, for us just to have our asses kicked and then try to call the police or the police will come and then they almost act like, well, you asked for this because of <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah it's, uh, some things have changed for the better, some for the worse, but yeah. 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 I mean, you know, since I went back there, you know, when I was back there, you know, taking care of personal stuff, uh, I, I, I just kind of like, wow, it's not, the, to me, it's not the same. Cause why I say it's not the same to me is cause you know, I guess been living out here in San Diego for a long time, being used to this, the skate scene out here and then going back and expecting to have a really solid skate scene out there. was just kind of like, to me, it was just nothing really, you know, it was like, wow, where's everybody skateboarding at? Nobody's skating on the streets. You know what I mean? I couldn't find any yeah. skateboarders. Right. You know? You know, it, yeah. it was tough. For, it was tough for me because I'm so used to being around skaters and skating on the streets and this uh-huh. and that. Different. Yeah. Well, that that's that's something I think about a lot. It's it's weird, and I wonder, is it because of the culture? So it's so accepted now, and everybody kind of accepts it. Like you have to have a a skate a skate park to skate in, and not like skate like we used to just do. I mean, everything was a skate park. You know, a yeah. curb like every like what, what we used to call them those little mall like outdoor mall like everything was a skate park we skated anything but now it's you don't yeah i don't see that in savannah and it's, it kind of trips me out it's like we're the skaters and they're usually at 
at the, the skate park that's designed for skateboarding. Yeah, well, not here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we're on the streets and skate parks. <laughs> yeah, well, cool, good. Yeah, so I mean, because then you know, I went out. What I went out Sunday with a couple of the homies. And, you know, we're out skating, doing slappy, you know, slappy Sundays and skating around, and it was just yeah, it was cool because you have. You know, a group of people over one side, and the other side was like the double side. People are skating that side, and the other group skating another side. But we're all friends. We all say, "What's up?" We pound, you know, do pounds. What's up? What's up? Skate with each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it was cool to see that. But to go to back to Pensacola, what it used to be like, because Pensacola skate scene used to be like that. You know, you go to the YMCA Vert, watch uh-huh. you guys skate, and then we go skate street, and then yeah, you know, it's just, it's just different now. You know, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I wondered. Like, you can find old friends to go do it and meet, but I just, I don't know. I guess the, uh, it's a new generation, and, and that's, it's not as, dis- they don't, I guess it would be like like the generations before I really skated, and it was kind of coming up, like, they went and found pools and skated those pools, and, you know, they could say the same thing, I guess. Like, you can't find anybody now going and swim, you know, jumping neighborhood fences and swimming or skating the pool so right i remember yeah. those <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. you, you look on the map and say okay what pool is empty right there there's a pool right there there's a pool right there uh-huh <laughs> we have to, and, and, we have to... and go back a little bit um so zorlax so definitely so you went on tour with zorlax you've done a lot of stuff with zorlax i mean that's i remember your first pro board and i was with the uh the skeleton clown skeleton right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So how how did you come up with that design? Was it Pusshead that did that, or or did you come come to Zorlax and say, "Hey, I want this design"? Well, I had said something about wanting a clown, but yeah, Pusshead was the the artist at the time that did all the graphics, which was pretty amazing that I was going to have this guy doing my graphics, and uh, so that was really cool. But then there was the clown ramp in Texas, and then my grandpa made me a painting a long time ago about a clown, so I've always kind of been drawn to that so i just said hey um i'd like a clown and then he just came up with that yeah that's because uh, that's the thing i always fix in my head whenever i think of think of man is that that your first pro board and i remember remember arthur gave me one you know and i was like whoa dude this is awesome <laughs> yeah you know cool. i mean I, that was a dope board and then so do you remember some of the tours you went on to with zorlax so like, like Oh yeah, well there were there were tons of them. Um, most of them were just like the long European tours, and then there were lots of contests over there we just go to. Um, yeah, I just I just remember it's a lot like people ask me about what was it like over in Europe. Or this I was like I don't really know. I just remember the skate spots, which <laughs> kind, of, kind of unfortunate, you know. I didn't I didn't take in all the travel, but I knew the spots. Um, but I just couldn't that somebody's going to pay for me to go travel around the world and skateboard. Uh, right? I mean, and, think uh, about it. You're, com- you're coming from Pensacola, Florida. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. first, first pro out of Pensacola and, and you ride for a big company and all of a sudden now they, hey, you're going on tour and you're like, what? Europe? I've yeah. never been to Europe. <laughs> well, it was definitely what I, I remember, you know, through high school and not being a good student, I was like, man, I got to, I got to do something, and I think this is all I got. So I'm going to make sure, sure to get the hell out of here and <laughs> do what I can with my skateboard. Yeah. Well, so. you, well, you did, man, and you definitely did. You know, you you put a lot, you put a huge impact in in the Pensacola skate scene and the skate world too. You know, I mean, a lot of people, you know, know who Scott Stan is. You know, to still this day, you know, the old guys, the old older skaters know who you are and have a lot of respect for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found that too, and it, it is awesome, but it, it's that whole skateboard brotherhood is strong. Yeah. You know, and do you remember um, your first trip, like your first European trip, like your actual, like when they were like, hey, we're going to Germany. You ready to go? Like, do you remember that experience? Yeah, yeah. It was right after that. Um, it was after that Vans contest I was talking about uh-huh. in uh, LA, and then got home to Pensacola and was like, it was all like, it was and it was the beginning of the business side of skateboarding. I was like, well, that this is this is different. Like, they had all these like press releases and these things and this and that. And it, of course, it was exciting to me at first, and it remained exciting for a little while. And then it was like, oh shit, this 
what, what that ends up turning into is like you kind of ruined skateboarding for me <laughs> sort of like because it was just like business yeah and the joy of it is, is kind of not there but to your question i do remember the first european tour and it it was incredible i mean it's 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 a trip think about that it's like before cell phones and all that they're like okay here's a ticket and you fly to here and somebody's gonna be there to get you and you're just like okay but that's what skateboarding was like now that just sounds crazy to me but that's it we you had and had no fear that somebody's gonna be there and i'm gonna meet people just like me that are gonna skateboard you know stay at their house and that kind of stuff so there was yeah. a lot of that and, uh, and, and were your parents like stoked They're like oh my god you're going to europe you know send, bring I, us this stuff back <laughs> i don't it's weird and that's a that's a whole nother crazy thing of like it was just so weird and different like it wasn't even on anybody's radar what to me like what a professional skateboarder was or, or this like they didn't even know to be stoked it was kind of like because i think about that a lot like i like i think it's like i was a professional athlete quote unquote and nobody in my family or anybody ever came to one of my games versus the way things are now they're so it's so huge and everybody's like it's like a, it's a sport but uh we didn't really want anybody to come to our games or be excited because that wasn't what it was about it was just about going and skating with your your friends you know or a crew um so no I, I don't know how stoked they were i do i do know my mom was pretty excited i remember we had walked down to the bay by the house one day and and that was a great experience to go walk with my mom and then we came back and there was a box waiting and it was the first shipment of my boards mm-hmm. and i remember i remember her seeing those and was like whoa wow this this is real yeah so, <laughs> now she, she, she made sure you kept she kept one for herself so that way she could frame it right <laughs> uh wish wish we did yeah <laughs> i don't know how how much you remember me but from what i remember from pensacola is i had this room and then i had this big closet and i had most of my skateboards and like tons of stuff in there like all the stuff loaded but word got out and so a lot of people from pensacola skaters they did this especially when i was out of town they'd come over to my house and tell my mom's like scott said i could come in and get a board so, so there were people there daily coming in like yeah i finally was like i was cool with it and i was like no man because then there were some people just straight up abusing it like oh and people i don't really like i was like man what the hell oh, so, oh, that's, yeah. that's wrong to do man <laughs> yeah, i know exactly but but that was it oh god yeah. bless him i guess yeah but but most of all, I was really cool about hooking. I I was like, hell yeah, go get a board, yeah. But because yeah, uh, you, you're always you're always you know I always always remember you as always the friendly, nice, you know, skater. You know, the, the good person that was always like, you know, I need a shirt. Here's a shirt. You know what I mean? Like you always did good things for people. You know, and that, that's awesome. You know, you, you don't good. see that much, and especially in the skateboard world now, you don't see that that much. You know? Yeah. Well, great. Well, I'm glad you have that memory, and thank you. And I just remember you as the way it should be, like just stoked kid. <laughs> and that's, yeah, I, I'm still in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and and if you lose that, then 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 there's nothing. It's it's not a very good world. Yeah. No, uh, definitely. And in the and in the, in the day that you decided to, you know, what what made you decide to like step down from being pro, like step down from everything, and, and just kind of do you. Man, I don't know. That I mean, that's real complicated. It's something I think about. Of course, there was no just day. It, you know, it's probably a gradual moment. But um, I think skateboarding got really dark and ugly. It seemed like around the early '90s, like, mm-hmm. and and of course, it had a lot to do with like vert kind of dying and street taking over. But it seemed like. And I don't know any other way to put it, but it was like skateboarders were turning into jocks, sort of like, but but like, not that they look like jocks, but they were acting like jocks, like it, just assholes. Like mm-hmm. they like they like to fight and they like to like frat boys and party and just like do stupid shit. And I just I wasn't into that at all. Like it was like, man, you guys, this is stupid. 
but then you know then that was kind of the, some of the newer school coming in but then the older school was like equally fucked up and then committing crazy crimes and just doing it was just dark and uh clearly uh, speaking of gator and all that's like what he did mm-hmm. and uh so and i remember it was one of my last contests it was in dallas and gator came talking to me about something and i guess he knew i was a good guy and this and that so but he wanted to talk to me about why how you know being who i was basically like straight edge guy that doesn't do partying like they did or whatever or get girls or i don't know mm-hmm. but i was kind of going along but it was just a weird talk like i was like man you he, and you talked to me about jesus a lot because <laughs> i guess he knew I, I had i was like jesus is cool but then the more he told me i was like man there you you've got a really extreme view right now i don't think this is good but and then to cut it short it was a couple of days after that talk that's when i heard he turned himself in mm. so i'm like man I'm talking to this guy that just killed somebody yeah. and uh and I could tell something was really, really wrong. First of all, it was like he had driven out to Dallas. And we used to always drive to contests from Pepsi. Like the East Coast people, like we didn't have any company behind us or money. It's like we, we just got there. But those guys always flew and they were doing it first class. And But he drove. I thought that, I even thought that was weird. But apparently that's when he drove through the desert and dropped off that body. So oh, wow just fucked up yeah that's crazy that's sad dude so yeah that that was that was really tough but then not long after that there was another contest and i was good friends with jeff phillips and i remember jeff being real negative and then and and there was a big skateboard contest there and that was when i first saw markovich at a, at a contest that i had been used to going to i was like wow this is kind of cool somebody else from my area mm-hmm but the street skaters were, I mean, they were dominating. And, and then the vert had changed a whole lot too. And they've gotten really good. So it was a whole new school. But um, Jeff Phillips was just mad. And it, it just was a, not a very, it was negative. And it was a negative space. And I, I remember just thinking, I think I'm kind of done with this. Yeah. So I went back to Pensacola and just, I think I started PJC and kind of just kept skating. But I was just done with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you're doing awesome now. I mean, you got your own artwork you're doing, you know, yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, you have, you're, you're doing a lot of good stuff. I mean, I, I see, you know, I see what you're doing, but that's, yeah. I mean, that, that's sad that like, that's what made you, I mean, not saying, not saying anything negative or anything, but that's just sad that, that that's what made you turn, you know, decide to turn, you know, not be pro anymore, just have that negative around you. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, skateboarding yeah. is all about positive and it's about, doing positive things and and stuff like that but having that negative it kind of like does kind of like you know what? i don't want to be around this anymore you know yeah yeah and i think people were wanting to create drama that didn't need to be there so i was, I was like yeah it's whatever yeah uh, and you so, did the right thing you know and, and what yeah. and, and what are you doing now i mean yeah i mean what, what, well, what's scott stanton's life like well i like i said i, I paint and i'm doing good at it and I'm keeping it positive and and what I learned from skateboarding and music that I've done and all that is like the minute the business and all that weirdness comes in like run run away from that cuz it's it's um very protective of doing things the way I my heart tells me to do it versus cuz like the art world's no different than any other world it's they'll they'll there'll be business people trying to tell you here's how you should do it and they kind of want to make money off of you they they don't kind of want to they want to that's that's the goal of people that want to make money mm-hmm. and uh that's kind of soul-sucking to me um i guess i've learned in make 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 money off yourself if you're going to make money and, and i think you can you know it's versus somebody telling you how yeah, uh, yeah. So, so, so what got you into, um, so I forgot about you doing music. Uh, you just remind me about that. So, so you got into music. So were you in a band or anything? You were in a band with a uh, wooden horse, weren't you? Or no? 
No, that wasn't. That was another Scott from Pensacola. Okay, that was another Scott. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, music was real, real important to me. And I think, kind of going back to the skateboarding thing, why did I? I was like, okay, like, I did what I, I, I still skateboarded and I still skateboard, but I did. I, I, I guess I melt the cow as much as I wanted on that. I was like, there's other shit I want to do, and music was a big thing. And I was in a band before I turned pro, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back to playing music, like do that, and. I ended up like crossing boundaries in that world that I never ever would have thought of doing. Um, so I got on, ended up become pretty good friends with the guy from Dead Kennedys. And no way, really? Yeah. And then they, their label put our music out. So what, yeah, what, just, cut, what was the name of the band? Um, well, the band was called the Causey Way, the first one we did, but that's all irrelevant. It's just little things, but we had a damn good time and. Got got to tour Europe in a band, you know things like that. So, just just was a great time. Um, then I was in this other band called Manor Astro Man for a while, and we toured around a lot. It's kind of like surf music. And yeah. then, so so that was cool. And then I'd like okay, I filled I I did what I wanted to do there. And then it was like okay, I've always kind of wanted to paint. I'm going to try <laughs> painting. Yeah, I think the next thing I'll do is um. I've always wanted to do a landscaping business, so I might end up doing a landscaping business sometime. <laughs> Dude, that'd be rad. <laughs> I know, yeah. You, yep. In the landscaping business, you could put like, hey, you want a mini ramp? I could build you a mini ramp. <laughs> right, right. Whatever. I'm open to new experiences, and I think it's cool that there's so many people that like they've skated their whole life and they do that, but I also think, man, there's other things to try to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and back, back to the music. So what did you play? Did you, were you a singer, guitar, drummer, bass? Um, I played the guitar and sang and kind of wrote songs. Uh, and then our band was more of like a, an, an act and a stick. And it kind of, oh, it's complicated. It's a long, I don't even know how to explain it. So I don't even try, but uh is it kind of like kind kind of like flaming limp of um of violet flames kind of or kind of like that that kind of music or or is it more like it could be yeah so it was kind of punk new wave um but um but our show was a little different like and it 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 really we we so it was called the causey way and our our live show would was kind of as if we were this cult but we weren't we we said we're not a cult we we were all white and it was just totally taking on our culture that we you and i grew up in in the south that religious culture of like televangelism so yeah. we turned that into this rock and roll band and so we'd go to show like like for instance playing the casbah in san diego and then we, so we'd set up there and it was like a church service night and we kind of just heckled and ridiculed everybody there that was sinning or this or that so it was <laughs> it was it was a lot of so so basically we took all the abuse that you and i we know we've gotten and i just I just used it like, okay. I Dude, can... it was rad. Yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and had some cool people in the band that helped. And yeah, like we ended up doing pretty good. Yeah. Can, can you, can you, can people find it? Like the listeners, if they want to listen to it, can they find it on like, on a Spotify or Apple Music? On like, would it be pop up on there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the Causey, the Causey way. Yeah. Causey way. Okay. And, All right. then, uh, and then my wife, who who she was in the band, but and then became my wife. And then we, her and I, did um some music together called Pilot Scott Tracy, and on the same okay. label. Um, so that was just fun because we were able to keep recording albums, but we didn't have to tour. And then uh, you might remember um, you remember Chris Bolin, Street Skater. Yeah. 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 He he he's a good friend of mine, and he was in the band too. So, yeah. And he's That's an amazing, he's an amazing musician and uh, and just a cool cool guy. And and that and goes back to what I said before, like how skateboarding in Pensacola in the eighties and nineties was huge for skateboarding and music, you know, and that's what, you know, cause like I said before, it's like, you know, Night Owl was the main, main venue that had like, Oh, there's face to face, no effects. Henry Rollins came there. You know what I mean? And, uh-huh. and when horse played there, you know, everybody, you know, local bands yeah. and stuff like that. And it's just rad that to see like how Pensacola has developed so much, 
people in the skateboard industry and the music industry and the surf industry too, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, you being the first pro skater out of Pensacola, then Mark, you know, you, you know, you still claim Pensacola and this and that. And then, you know, you got Markovich who, who comes out of Pensacola, but golf breeze, you know, mm -hmm. and then, and then the names go on, you know, there's the younger people and then, you know, musicians, there's so many musicians out of Pensacola that I can't even think of. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then there's people like me and Ricky, me and Ricky Bienbaum who are still in the skate industry and still film. And like I do media and Ricky does filming and this and that, you know, but we still skate. It's just rad to yeah. know that like a lot of skateboarding, music and surfing came out of Pensacola that a lot, it, not a lot of people know about. It really is cool. And it's so cool to see you doing what you do and like Ricky out there. And of course, I take pride in that because I was like, I know I'm a little part of that. Like, and it's just so cool. Um it's almost like we we had to take our trips out west, and we're like, "Come on, y'all can do this too," you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And, I, and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you and Arthur. That's the honest truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's huge. I I get it. Yeah. And that's and, the truth, and, and vice and, versa. Yeah. Yeah, and and that and that's you know and that's why I I came out. You know, like whenever they you know Pensacola, and this is honest truth. I mean, when Pensacola was trying to get that skate park built, and and that guy came to me and asked me to help him, and you know, and, you know, try to get, you know, the old Pensacola guys involved and this and that. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. I'm definitely down. I got them on my show and, mm -hmm. and, you know, and I was all into it. And then, you know, politics and money got involved and I got pushed yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. And it, and then, and honestly, when I heard they're going to name the park, I was like, what? Yeah. What's your name? Is yeah. Stanton, dude. The first <laughs> Pensacola. I mean, yeah. he, he put Pensacola on the map for skateboarding, you know, but, mm -hmm. But we all know money and politics, right? It, yeah, exactly. It's it, it, it's what it is. I used to always say long ago, it's like we going way back, like to the eighties or like mid eighties. I remember tr trying to go to the city council as a kid, like, hey, can we just build some stuff underneath that same exact spot? Like, you know, and they, I might as well have been an alien talking. They just looked at me like you're crazy. But I knew. I was like, yep. I was, thought I'd try, but I always said. That'll only happen when, you know, somebody's rich kid, rich rich parent, when their kid skates, then then a park will happen. So, yep, and it happened. <laughs> yeah, and that's just that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. It is, but it, it's crazy. It is what it is. Yeah. There's nothing you can do, you know. But I just, I have, yeah. We could we could go off on that and probably get in trouble. But who cares? It's I don't care. I'm just I'm just not into skate parks like that they just they just soulless to me yeah yeah um, especially especially if it's run by politics and money you know and, and yeah not yeah by the, not built by the love and support of the skate community you know? yeah you know and, and yeah. not knowing the history of skateboarding in pensacola and knowing who you are and what you have done for skateboarding in pensacola you've done so much you know i mean yeah. you got a vert ramp at ymca you you know, first pro out of Pensacola, you know, I mean, you know, there's people that fall behind you like Pete Kelly and, and yeah. the name go on and on, you know. And that's all that matters. We, we know each other. So yeah, we, 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 we know, know who, we, we know who's, who's, who's at parks name now. Yeah. 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 They, <laughs> they, they can get their trip. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty in our day. We would have gone and spray painted or make our own. We put our own name and park there and then get in trouble. And I, and I bet that would probably happen now. Like, how dare you? It's just so sterilized. That's it. Like, yeah. I, I remember they built a little skate park here in Savannah, and it's it's just not my thing. But they put it up, and then some people spray painted on the, you know. Well, and everybody's just mad. The community's mad. They can't believe they're ruined. I'm like, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 There's a park up here in Oceanside, a beautiful bowl park. I mean, if you ever come out back out here, I'll take you up there. I mean, yeah. let you skate. It's a beautiful bowl park. And the guy there kept, you know, there's a skater um, who passed away up there. And, and and he's been fighting to change the name to Prince Park, after, named after the kid that passed away that was a skater. And, yeah. and, he, and he fought the city and fought the city and fought the city so for so long. And then finally the city's like, you know what? called prince park <laughs> yeah and yeah. it's rad you know what i mean yeah. to see that you know and, right 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 you know, yeah i mean as long as, as long as you're gonna name a, my opinion if you name a skate park 
has to have a meaning to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be something right. special, you know, like yeah. a Scott, you know, call it the Scott Stanton Park or the Stanton Park, you know, or something. Yeah. Right. And I guess that's the thing. Beauty, we, we can name it whatever we want. The, the, the other people can name it what they want. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, that, the guy John's worked hard at whatever he's done and cool for him. But yeah, it's, 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 it's not my thing. Um, yeah. That's why I stepped out. I was like, I'm done. I'm not even yeah. trying anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it just, it's just, it's just not my thing. It's like, I've had a few opportunities where people are telling me for Pensacola, this is this, going to open up and it's going to be this huge grand opening. And, and, and the more they talk, the more I'm like, you're trying to sell me on this and you're just making me get farther and farther away from it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just, just stop talking. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> kind of like, you just want to be like, okay, is there going to be uh, something to skate and some skateboards? That's, that's all you need to tell me. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but it's so, like, so do you miss, do you miss the uh, skating? Do you ever dream about the times that you ever like thought to yourself, like, you know what? What if I still st- became a still a pro skater? What would my life still be like? Would I still be doing what I'm doing now or, or, or something different? Yeah. I, I actually have, there's this dream that I think people have. And it's like, you have to go back to high school because you like didn't take one class or, this or that and like it's just a miserable dream it's like having to go backwards to some shitty world and uh so i've had that dream a good bit in my life but then this wasn't too long ago i actually had this dream of like okay you have to go back to high school back to being a pro skateboarder in touring or a musician in touring and i was like i'll take high school (laughs) (laughs) So, so i guess what that says is no, I, I, I'm done. I, but I just don't look back on the pe- like look back sort of. It's like, um, no, I'm I'm done with that. Yeah. Um, and, and you're still skating, right? Yeah, yeah, I still skate, and that's it. Like, I, I but mostly just by myself. And I went to the park the other day. I just, it's like I said, it's just not my deal. I I thought about it. It's frustrating because if there's just people there. And they don't get skateboarding. I mean, you know this a lot more than me because you go to more parks and this. But it's, it's probably not like that out in California. People probably understand a little more. To, but it's like you got people sitting on the coping or on the ledges, and you know, oh, yeah. just parents. And I'm just like, I don't even have the energy to like complain of like, oh, you can't be sitting there. But um, I did tell somebody one. I was like, man, that's that's like, if there was a baseball game going on and I. In the middle, I just walked out there and sat on the base. <laughs> it's like, you, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, no, you can't do it. No, it's, it's, it's like that here, too. I mean, you got, here's worse. I mean, I, I mean, it's not, I'm going to say it's worse, but I mean, here you got kid, parents bringing their kids and just dropping them off on scooters, and, and the kids don't have like skateboard, don't know the skateboard rules. You know, you, you move yeah, out of people's right. way on, you know, if you're scootering, you, you, you you got to scoot fast. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like dropping yeah. in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. Dropping in on the wave. You, you know, someone's dropping on a wave. You got to move out of the way. You know, or right. it's, it's yeah. like any skate parks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's it. It's it's what's. It's like, man, I don't have time for. I don't. You know, having to dodge all this. I, so I just the, the last time I went to the park, I was like. Well, when I was pulling in, there was a ditch. I'm gonna go skate that. So I, I go about 50 yards, and there's a ditch there. So I just like, I'm gonna skate the ditch, <laughs> and it was That's just rad. much, much better experience. Yeah. That's so, right. Do you ever, do, do you ever, do you ever uh, skate vertically? I'd love to, but we don't. It just seems like everywhere I move, live, there's never vert. So I just kind of gave gave up the last couple of years, and so no, I I really haven't skated vert in a while. Yeah, but that's about really ditches, curves, street stuff, and then vert. I'm like, I'm, I can't even come close to skating a mini ramp. Like, yeah, I just, I'm kind of either street stuff or vert. Yeah. Street or vert. Well, if you come yeah. out here, man, I'll, I'll take you out to the vert ramps. I love to teach you big old fat lean there. I'd love to. Yes. 
Because I know, yeah. I know you still got it in you. I know you still think, man. I know, I, I know, I can do those judos really fat. <laughs> yeah, it it does seem it does seem there. Yeah, the, the the few times that I have skated where I was like, wow, it's like I know exactly what to do, and then I realize what I'm doing, and then I almost freak out. It's like just chill out, don't <laughs> don't overthink it. Yeah. Do you skate you skate bowls too, or what? Yeah, well, I have because because of um, you know, I certainly didn't grow up doing that, but um. The with the parks all around. That's I usually skate the bowls before the ramp. I just mm-hmm. they're, they're just all so perfect. Yeah, right. So, I mean, think, yeah. think about it. That's crazy, you know, because we skate, skate pools, and now we got like perfect bowls. They're like, wow, they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we know the the pools I grew up skating were like basically just square vertical walls. You know, so. Yeah. Definitely. And then um, before we take off, I got two more questions. Um, yeah. Where can people can purchase your artwork at? Well, that's, that's another thing. I don't really have anything where I don't have like a store or online. I, I do these and this is what it's totally connected to like, I just kind of pop up places and then take my paintings out of my car and set them up. And it's, it's completely the same of like showing up to a skates like a curb and we just start mm-hmm. skating. So that's kind of what I do. So if I know I'm going to do that, I'll put it on my Instagram or my Facebook. Like here's where I'll be. Okay. And, uh, and it's worked out real good. I mean, there's some kind of following on there. Then the word gets out and I have people that'll, that'll drive to it. But All so right. that's it. Yeah. And then, and then uh, where, 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 do you have an Instagram or, 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 website they can go and see where they, your, your next pop-up is going to be yeah yeah just keeping an eye out on it but um yes yeah, so the instagram is panhandle slim so of course from the florida florida panhandle and uh slim uh, that was your nickname right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and then my um facebook is scott stanton yeah. there you go all right cool cool yeah maybe i can get you out here and do a pop-up you know some one of these little events or maybe one of my my shows just do a pop-up at one of my shows well yeah i've been my son johnny really wants to come out again we went a couple years ago and i did a few i did one in la and then i did one down in san diego guy named the the old team captain of going he he has a tattoo shop i did at his place and it was it was really cool yeah and uh yeah and ricky was supposed i was supposed to meet up with him but we didn't we didn't he but um but it was cool. Yeah. Because yeah, didn't you meet up with DJ? Not DJ. Um, Keith Phillips? Yes, yes. Keith came. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Because I remember Keith telling me that you're, you're in town and I think I had to do my show and I couldn't come meet up with you guys. I remember that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, now, yeah. now now we can get connected. And hey, anytime you come to San Diego, you, oh, you know, well, we will do a pop-up shop anywhere you want to go <laughs> that would be awesome man thanks so much I, I we, do, we want to do a skate shop we can do a skate shop anywhere you know man i love it yeah san diego man that was that was my home away from home pensacola like i spent a lot of time there with zorlak and skateboarding yeah yeah a lot I mean, a lot of, a lot of sitting around at a warehouse because <laughs> yeah. yeah. San Diego, you know, to me, you know, what's crazy is there's a lot of Pensacolans that live in San Diego. A lot yeah. of, a lot of people, and they're all skaters. Like Chris Coogan, you know, I see him all the time. That's another guy I forgot to mention that came wow. out of Pensacola too. I mean, he's still killing it. But there's a wow. there's a lot of Pensacola skaters and surfers that live out here um, that I meet. I'm like, whoa, you're from Pensacola? Wow, that's crazy. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, that's great. Yeah, you know. Um, one last thing before we take off. Anything you want to say to um, the upcoming skaters, uh, musicians, artists? Anything you want? Anything you want to say to them? Man, I just say, just do what you do. Like follow your heart and do it for you. And you, you never know what, what where it's going to lead to. Uh, I, I I can't imagine the noise now of like the pressure of so much business money and this and in, in in this extreme, the, the extreme world, they call it, I guess. <laughs> I don't even know what it is now, but it's just just like, man, just just be you. But I, I don't think I have to tell skateboarders that. I, I don't think I don't think it's changed that much for real skateboarders. That just, it, it changed a little bit. Yeah. Well, I can imagine, yeah, there's there's so many pipe dreams and big business. And I'll, I'll tell you one, one big thing is 
somebody from Pensacola called me and this guy I knew from back in the day in his dad's big business, but he's business. And he called me something about skateboarding and asked me about some kind of sponsorship thing, but he had these like business statistics. He's like, um, used there's they they sell more skateboards now than than um footballs and i could just i was like man i just wanted to hang up like man stop talking to me oh this is a business call yeah <laughs> so, yeah like oh okay so you're wanting to get you're wanting to get on board on something if it if it means it can make money yeah so yeah exactly right <laughs> yeah so that's it well definitely um, well, definitely, that sounds really good, Scott. And you well, know, also too, I just I just watched uh, the Glennie Friedman interview on the Nine Club. Uh huh. That dude basically says everything I'd like to say. That that was good. Yeah. So. That was good. Yeah, and he's he he's a photographer, and uh, been following him for a while. But yes, he basically he basically articulates everything that I would like to say. So, right. just go watch just go watch his interview, and then that 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 would be my interview. That was your interview. Okay, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But all right, Scott. Hey, man, it's always good talking to you and catch up on memories, man. And and my me personally, and I know a lot of a lot of the listeners too who are from Pensacola that, uh, or even people that know who you are. Um, want to say thank you for what you have done for skateboarding and for what you have done for the Pensacola skateboard scene for a long time. Man, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah. And definitely. Yeah. Well, all right, buddy. Well, hey, look, I'll see you soon. Hopefully you okay. yeah. we'll come out to San Diego and uh, we'll have a good time. We'll go skate. I'll take you out to the vert ramps and see some good old lean airs again. Awesome. Okay. See you soon. <laughs> all right, Scott. Talk to you soon. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.